UpToDate wants to know what you're talking about with family and friends. You can text UTD to 816-601-4777 to tell us. Again, 816-601-4777. This is Up to Date on KCUR 89.3. I'm Steve Kraske. No matter how much moisturizer you use or how many vitamins you take, we're all going to get old sometime. As we age, added supports like regular meal deliveries become more necessary. But funding and support for senior services in Jackson County are lacking. One in eight older Kansas Cityans struggle with food insecurity, and the recent severe weather has meant worsened road conditions, which in turn causes delays or cancellations in existing senior services, such as Meals on Wheels. What does this mean for senior citizens with limited mobility who depend on social services for their meals and to provide wellness checks? Here to talk about it is Janet Baker. She's executive director of the KC Shepherd Center, and she's the House Majority Leader of the Missouri Silver Hair legislature. Janet, nice to have you. Welcome. Thank you, Steve. Also with us is Meals on Wheels volunteer driver uh, Todd Donahue. Todd, good to have you too. Welcome. Great morning to you. Well, Janet, for those that are uh, unfamiliar, can you give us an overview of what the KC Shepherd Center is and the services that you guys provide? Thank you. We actually are the original Shepherd Center founded at Central United Methodist Church in 1972. A replicable model now for 57 Shepherd Centers in 17 states. Wow. And the original vision uh, by Dr. Albert Cole and the 25 interfaith leaders that he brought together was to provide an opportunity for older adults to stay engaged and active um, and to facilitate their ability to stay in their own homes as long as possible with the support services that they needed, like Meals on Wheels. So what's your impact? Give me some stats on what you guys are able to provide. We serve over 3,000 older adults in Kansas City every year, and we are able to do that with a small team of about 20 staff people because we have about 500 volunteers. Mm -hmm. And Todd is one of those, and his his wife, Paula, are uh, amazing Meals on Wheels volunteers. We have about 100 Meals on Wheels volunteer drivers. We had 400 old uh, volunteers who provided raking and, and yard cleanup this fall for our KCSC rakes program. And you're saying 500 volunteers altogether. That's an extraordinary number. It is, and it takes a lot of coordination, but it is the original model of Shepherd Center from the standpoint that we are organized around the vision of keeping older adults uh, active and engaged as volunteers. Mm. And that in itself keeps them vibrant and strong and and independent. And then by the time they age in place and may need the services of Shepherd Center, they're already in in the family. And they're more willing to say, you know, I probably could use some Meals on Wheels or some in-home companionship or I need a ramp or whatever. You know, Janet, I think we all remember the sudden freezes of the past few weeks. When it comes to severe weather, you know, what are the main concerns of homebound seniors in the metro? Because I imagine it scares them a little bit. Well, of course. And what the the biggest issue for us is we take very seriously never missing a day in providing nutrition and, and that daily well check and a hot meal. Did you miss any days when they got so crazy? We missed a couple of days, but we do our best to prepare for that if, if we are confident in the forecasts, which we are. And so we are able to double up uh, on a delivery the day before we know there's a weather incident happening and or the day after. 
And uh, what we're most passionate about is that we know that they're stuck in their homes and are not having any human contact or or any uh, delivery of, of hot meals, for uh, particularly for those who are physically unable to operate microwaves and to, to take advantage of the frozen meal program. So how does Meals on Wheels and the Shepherd Center as a whole address seniors' concerns when the weather gets so unpredictable like that? We have, uh, we do the best we can. We make phone calls when we are not able to deliver to each and every client. So you call folks up and say, hey, we can't make we it We can't today. make it today, but we did deliver double yesterday and we'll catch you up on double tomorrow to make sure you don't miss that meal. But keep in mind, it's one meal a day, five days a week. They have to eat other food. And so when we knew the holidays were coming uh, before Christmas, we also delivered a bag of shelf-stable meals uh, that they would be able to use for the week that we do try to give our volunteers and our staff uh, some time off during the holidays. And then when they uh, have weather incidents like we've had in these last two weeks, which are unprecedented in my mind, then they at least have some some Hormel meals or some macaroni and cheese they can just pop in the microwave and and have something to eat uh, in in the interim. Huh. So, Todd, when did you begin volunteering with Meals on Wheels? And I can't help but wonder what drew you to this cause. Well, my wife was the one who said, "Let's let's do this." And it was actually the uh, summer of COVID. You know, March. I think March 2020 was when we went into the lockdowns, and we started delivering frozen meals. I think it was June or July of that summer. And of course, back then the protocols were. You're wearing masks when you go into the, into the buildings and up to the doors. And there was a lot of uh, distance, I guess you would say, because of the uh, COVID protocols. Well, why did you and your wife pick that time to start? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Whose idea well, was no, she, that? <laughs> we moved to Kansas City in, in 2018, so we were looking for something. And we thought Meals and Wheels would be a good one. And it, and it just seemed like at that time during COVID, there was even a greater need. Because you talk about uh, shutdown and isolation because of weather. How about shut down in isolation because of shut down in isolation because of yeah. COVID? So. so what are the challenges of the job and what are the joys of the job? You know, the challenges, and Janet was talking about the weather. Um, you know, okay, so if, you're, if your route normally takes 45 minutes, okay, you slow down, you drive a little slower, you're a little more careful yeah. in, in your braking. So it takes an hour because you're, you're slowing down. That's that's not that big of a deal. She mentioned doubling up on meals. I remember that uh, going into MLK weekend. So let's deliver two meals. So on Thursday, we delivered two meals going into MLK weekend. And my wife and I actually doubled up on routes that day too. So we, you know, we make up the space to do it. And let me just say this too about Shepherd Center. They're very organized on these Meals on Wheels routes. You know, people might ask, well, how long does it take to do Meals on Wheels? You go to Central Methodist Church, which is now Resurrection Church, uh, Church of the Resurrection. It's on, what, 56th in, in Brookside, 52nd in Brookside. Sure, yeah. And you drive there. You pick up your meals. We usually pick them up yeah, between 10, 15 and 10, 30 in the morning. And we're we're back to the church by 1130, 11, So it's maybe an hour, hour and 15 How minutes. How many people do you t- typically deliver we to? We deliver, I think this last week, our route was uh, nine meals. and And the routes are situated where it's not like, you're going here, driving five miles over there, now eight miles this way. We drive, let's say, oh, four or five miles are the area that we're currently delivering. And we've changed routes during the year. And sometimes we pick up different routes because we're filling in for people. But we drive, our route right now is around, I'm going to say, the Gregory and 71 Highway intersection. We deliver 
some meals on the east side of 71, some meals on the west side. But you deliver your first one. Well, your next house is five blocks away. Then your next house might be eight blocks away. Right. So you kind of work a little area right there. So it's minimal driving for how many packages you're you're delivering, and then and then back, and then you're done. So what are the joys of the job? Why do you do it? Well, I'll give you one. Uh, uh, and I, I hand this one off to my wife, Paula. We were delivering to this one. I'll give you two. We were delivering to this one building. It was at it's at 36 and Broadway. I think it's called Broadway Apartments. And okay. it's like an eight-story building. And each one of the uh, residents are like one-bedroom residents. And at the time, we were delivering three or four meals to that one resident, one one building. And this one, I open up the door and gentleman says, come in. And he's a he's in his wheelchair. He's an older fella with a, a fairly long white hair. And I said, here you go. And I look on his walls and they're surrounded by all of these posters of uh, shows, uh, billboards, uh, bullet, you know, what do you call them? Broadway posters, shows. Posters, Broadway shows, posters. Yeah. And I said, boy, you're a big Broadway show poster fan. He goes, well, I was an actor. Well, you were. Well, tell me about it. He goes, well, I, every one of these posters you see here, I was in each one of those plays. Wow. And, and I see one, I said, it's a wonderful life. Who are you in that one? And I look at him. He's in a wheelchair with a white hair. He said, I go, Mr. Potter. My oh, goodness, you're, you're Mr. Potter in the flesh. <laughs> and he laughed. And and so, and then the other one in that same building, my wife goes into this one, delivers the meal. And the gentleman says, Paula, can I get a cat? And she goes, a cat? She goes, yeah, can I get a cat? Might, might, might help me out some. And so she said, well, I'll look into it. Well, we worked out a deal with KC Pet Project. They got a cat. They gave us a budget to go to one of the pet stores in town. And we bought food, litter, litter box, bowls, some toys. <laughs> and so we brought them all into his apartment that day. And we said, well, we think the cat box ought to go here. And here's where your water dish and food dish should go. And here's your scratching post. You know, this little critter's got, got uh, you know, fingernails on them. Yeah. And uh, and so anyway, that was a, a that's another one where it's Great it's story. more it's more than just delivering the meal. Yeah, it becomes a lot more. Janet, yeah, go ahead. And that is exactly what we say. It is much more than a meal. And the pet uh, program that that Todd's referring to is something that that I inherited. I started three months before COVID, and we had already been delivering pet food along with our Meals on Wheels to the clients that we knew had pets. And the reason for it is is sad in that we learned that these small meals that people were receiving were they were sharing them with their pets. Oh. And so then they are nutrition they meet nutritional guidelines, but sure. only if you eat them. Right. And so we're fortunate to have wonderful partnerships with area animal welfare organizations like uh, Greater Kansas City Humane Society, KC right. Pet Project, et cetera. And we deliver pet food, uh, litter, et cetera, to a number of clients. And we are getting ready to do more to provide veterinary care to homebound older adults, et cetera, because they can't get out to take their dogs to the vet. Well, you know, if somebody listening is interested in getting signed up for Meals on Wheels, they want Todd to deliver them a meal. How do they do that? Great question. Call 816-444-1121. Mm -hmm. And let's see what we can do. Okay. Hey, give, give that number again real quick. 816-444-1121. We'll be right back. You also serve as House Majority Leader for the Missouri Silver-Haired Legislature, Janet. 
What does that position entail and why did you take that on? (laughs) Well, I was already a a Jackson County representative through Mid-America Regional Council. And uh, it's a a role during our session in October where I... I uh, I get to speak the bills in front of, of chambers, et cetera, and participate in the bill proposal process. But it's a very – and people don't know what silver-haired legislature is. It's right. a, it's a, And again, Missouri was ahead of the curve in the 70s. This Missouri silver-haired legislature is the original silver-haired re- legislature wow. that's now nationwide. Wow. Um, responsible for uh, getting passed in the legislature about 50 bills to support older adults in Missouri. That's what you do. You advocate for we senior advocate, citizens. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and we are senior citizens ourselves. Mm-hmm. In order to, to participate, you have to be uh, of a certain age. And uh, so we, we work hard. We had our advocacy day in Jefferson City yesterday and meet with legislators and hope to get issues and public policy and funding for to support older adults on their agendas. What are your primary goals for this year? One in particular is called Circuit Breaker. It's a property tax credit for uh, older adults. And uh, property taxes being a huge issue for so many senior citizens because they've gone up so much. Exactly. They can't stay in their homes in some cases because they can't afford the property taxes. Exactly. And they may have bought their home for $100,000 40 years ago, and now it's being assessed at $400,000. So it's a critical issue. We also are in Jackson County advocating. uh, Kansas City Shepherd Center is involved in a number of advocacy efforts to support older adults. We are uh, unfortunate enough that only about 2% of philanthropic funding and donations go to support older adults. Really? Uh, Yes. That surprises me. It's disappointing. Mm -hmm. And so we're advocating for public funding and for donations to support uh, the the very cost-efficient return on investment to keep someone safe and healthy and independent in their own home, again, 2%, I hope people just remember 2%, is only about 2% of the cost of a day in the hospital. Yeah. So we're better off. What explains the lack of philanthropy aimed towards senior citizens when typically a lot of people who are able to give uh, to charitable organizations tend to be older because they're better off in life at that point? Uh, and where they are. It's a I, it's a conundrum. And and I know we're a very philanthropic city, even competitively nationwide. Yeah. And one of the issues is that we have celebrities who are wonderful at supporting organizations that in other age groups, children, babies, puppies, et cetera, which is great. But we need that oomph to support uh, keeping grandma safe in her own home. Older folks get overlooked sometimes. A hundred percent. Yeah. Let's talk about some of the specific aspects of KC Shepherd Center's programming that would benefit from an increase in funding. What would you point toward uh, to, Janet? I would point to particularly right now, we need emergency assistance funds. I have a situation right now where we have an older adult who is, she's, able to stay in her own home and she could be independent, but she is, she received an eviction notice and she's behind on her utilities and we don't have the resources to, to help her stay in her own home. And yet there are no, we don't have any affordable long-term care for low-income older adults anymore. We lost Swope Bridge. We lost Villa Ventura. We we're losing affordable housing for older adults. Yeah. So the better option, the mo- the biggest return on investment would be to plug a couple thousand dollars into emergency assistance and keep this woman in her own home. 
and uh, we're uh, we're struggling to. And, and the other issue, Steve, is that in Jackson County, we're the only county in the Missouri metropolitan area that does not have uh, public funding to support senior services. Hmm. Clay and Platt counties have a senior service fund. Jackson County does not. So we're advocating for public funding through the county to support uh, senior services. Yeah, the best that. example I can give is for about the cost of a pizza, uh, five cents on $100 of assessed value, we would generate about $8 million in Jackson County to support senior services. You know, before we wrap up here, Todd, I'm wondering when it comes to caring for older folks outside of our own families, how can people get involved? What, what would you recommend? Uh, well, just call. Just call the, the Shepherd, Shepherd Center. Center. Yeah. And uh, you get a real, you get great swag. I mean, look look at this <laughs> zip-up sweatshirt. There you go. Today, yeah. Right now, yeah. You know. Very nice. And we had a beautiful Christmas program at the Gym Theater. That was a, a wonderful evening we had together. So there's a certain camaraderie mm-hmm. uh, amongst the right. the drivers and the deliverers because I think we all have similar feel, uh, feelings on uh, serving the public out there. But you know, my wife and I, we do it together. We just enjoy the conversation as we're driving in the yeah, car. It's, right. it's a pleasant hour, hour and a half to to serve the people in Kansas City. But just to dovetail it off your uh, previous segment, the potholes. I mean, you thought the weather was bad. You thought the weather was bad. <laughs> yeah, there you yeah. go. So anyway. We're going to have to leave it there. I want to thank Janet Baker again, Executive Director of the KC Shepherd Center, uh, also joined uh, by Meals on Wheels volunteer driver Todd Donahue. And uh, thanks so much for coming in, guys. Appreciate it very much. You bet. Up to Date is a production of KCUR 89.3. The program is produced by Zach Wilson, Elizabeth Ruiz, Claudia Brancard, and Hallie Jackson. Our intern is Lauren Texter. Paul Nakatura works our board. The theme music was composed by the great Bobby Watson. I'm Steve Kraske. Thanks for listening.